The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. As you know, we do a standalone open seating course 10 months out of the year on SEO. It's a three-day course in Southern California. Right now, most of the country's frozen in, I think. Uh, Certainly, we are interested in seeing our listeners be able to benefit from listening to our show. So what we're going to do for February is we're going to offer a 15% discount. That comes out to somewhere in the area of $270 off. Uh, For anybody that wants to attend, it's a uh, sort of an SEM Synergy radio show, thank you very much, bonus program. Uh, Please go ahead and uh, you can email our offices, scmsynergy.com, we'll pass it through. We'll get back to you, let you know. We'll work out a deal for you if you want to come and take training. It's a new year. Things are changing. We're happy to see you. Our guest today is Brian Eisenberg. Actually, he's a, a friend of mine, a fellow Internet marketing veteran and author of several best-selling books. Uh, I think the, uh, the ones that I remember are Always Be Testing and Waiting for Your Cat to Bark. Uh, being a cat fanatic, I kind of love that title. It's hard to forget that title, yeah. Yeah, I'm just glad my cats don't bark. <laughs> um, but I do get it. And uh, Virginia had a chance to talk to Brian about conversion optimization and content marketing. I think those are uh, wonderful topics. And uh, and I'll, I'll throw in my two cents. I think that 2010, we're going to see it start to emerge. In 2011, it's going to be the rage. Conversion optimization? Yeah, it's, uh, we can't help it. I think... 2010 is going to be the year of analytics, and then people are going to figure out analytics is giving you data, and data is telling you you're not optimizing. It's going to be a sort of a one-two punch, I think. But uh, everybody has a different opinion on that. Uh, right now, I thought we'd talk about some of the news because the news is everywhere. Big earthquakes and China and Google and things like that. I thought it was funny that just uh, as we were about to start the program, he said, all right, let's do the SEM Synergy News Hour. <laughs> CNN Hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I know that the China thing is important, but I want to start with Haiti because I think it's just a fascinating thing. The way the, the news has spread, how the reactions have spread, how the donations are coming in. I don't think there's been anything like it. The last really big relief effort I can remember was Katrina and before that the tsunami. And in both cases, Google put up something on their front page that was getting in contact, you know, here's how you get in contact, here's how you donate. But I don't remember anything like the texting 
where it was just text this to this number and donate ten dollars it gets added to your phone bill it's so low it's so bare the barrier of entry is so low everyone has a phone everyone can text it's ten bucks and you're not going to see it until your bill comes so why wouldn't you do it it's not going to cost you anything for your text message you know it's literally just ten dollars and you get to immediately make a difference and it's phenomenally phenomenally successful i mean it was what 10 million dollars midday on friday 10 million dollars had been donated through to the red cross ten dollars at a time ten dollars at a time that means a million people sent or at least a million texts had been sent haiti at you know to nine zero nine 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 that's an incredible response well, it could also be a whole bunch of school children taking over dad's phone and he didn't know it. But a million donations is a lot of donations. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, you can this is mobilizing in 140 characters. It really is. Because you text, you retweet, and but it's really simple to do it. You just move on. And, of course, the search engines are getting involved, too. Google donated a million dollars. They have their page on how you can donate, which sources you can donate. They have information on the text messaging. The other engines are getting involved, too. But I think that the real focus here is the kind of global Internet response, that every single aspect of Internet marketing is in play here. Mobile, social websites, search engines, it's all there. And it goes from the White House down to the person who picks up their phone and dials. I mean, that's crazy. That's insane. Do we have time to talk about China really quick and the implications that has? Well, Well, China's a big deal. I mean, we're in the process of looking at opening an office on mainland China, so of course I care. Um, But I think that if if you want to really look at it, um, I'm not positive there aren't just a bunch of excuses floating around on this one. Um, this is an opportunity for Google to express their opinion and do it to a worldwide audience. They leverage that. The amount of money that Google might be giving up could be significant. They've tried to leverage themselves into conversations with the government. I don't know that they're going to get anything out of it. It could be they want different concessions. Yeah. And they're going to end up settling, you know, a little bit like the way our government does it. You have all these writers and I'll I'll vote for your bill if you vote for mine. Who knows what the politics really turns out to be on this stuff. But quite frankly, if Google withdraws from China, Google is going to give up a big opportunity. Um the real question I don't even think is if Google.cn withdraws. I'm more concerned what happens to all the cell phones that Google's on. How is China going to prevent people from using Google? I wonder, do the firewalls work on the mobile devices too? It def- I guess it would depend on which network, but you're probably on a Chinese network, so I would imagine so. But it's not going to be in Chinese language at that point. If you're, if you're, because you can't reach Google CN because they're going to shut it down. But you can reach Google.com, but that's not Chinese. Yeah, but if there's a, hi, I'm on Google.com, I click the Chinese flag and it's in Chinese. Yeah. All you have to do is change the HL parameter 
at the top put ampersand HL equals CN, and you're in Chinese. Yeah. You can do that right now on Google.com. I, I, I think it'll be re- really, really interesting. Um, it, it is a big topic, and it's a bigger topic than we have seven minutes for. Um, so we'll have to maybe come back to it another time, or Virginia can kind of delve into it on the blog. But for right now, we need to take a break. When we come back, Virginia will be joined by Brian Eisenberg. There's more SEM Synergy on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Are you tired of standing around while everyone gets rich? Want to be an affiliate marketer that makes six figures online every month? Then let me introduce you to MediaBuyersCoach.com. MediaBuyersCoach.com, recently launched by Carl Fiorentino and Will Hamerl, will give you the tools and the knowledge that will make you money. They've been training affiliates for over five years now and are experts in their field. If you haven't been approved by a CPA network, then get approved through our own CPA network. If you're new to affiliate marketing or want to expand into other areas, let Carl and Will at MediaBuyersCoach.com give you the tools to begin and the knowledge to succeed. Sign up and start making money today at MediaBuyersCoach.com. That's MediaBuyersCoach.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Saddle up with the Search Cowboys. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm joined by Brian Eisenberg, a prolific speaker and author in the internet marketing industry. Um, You may know him from his founding of Future Now. Um, a consultancy and agency, as well as his many books, um, Always Be Testing, being one of the uh, most recent, and um, your blog. You're over at brianeisenberg.com. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Brian. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, So today I wanted to talk to you a bit about what the search industry and its professionals are kind of preparing for in the new year. And 
you wrote a post over at brianeisenberg.com called What Marketing Skills Will Be Needed in 2010 and Beyond. You mentioned some interesting roles like statisticians and copywriters as really increasing importance in the coming year. Can you explain why? Um, Yeah, there's, there's no question that, first of all, you know, uh, content is the name of the game, and it it, it always has been, uh, you know, since the early days of marketing online. Uh, but the nature of content has changed even more, right? And it's not just the words that are written on a page, but the words that you have in a video, in an interactive flash demo, uh, in a tweet, um, uh, in a you know, in a status update. So the words you use are that much more critical today than ever before, and I think. Um, a lot of people just have not given it the attention that um, it's always needed. So there's no question that that um, having a good copywriter who knows how to grab people's attention will have a major impact on people's success. Um, but of course, to know that if you had that success, you have to be able to measure it. And um, you know, thankfully, we have all this proliferation of tools that have come out over the last few years. You know, free tools like Google Analytics and Yahoo Analytics to the Omnitures to the Radian Sixes and on and on. Just endless amount of tools that basically give us so much data um, that we can measure how we're performing. And it'll be the job of the statistician to figure out, you know, uh, and sort through all that data to make sure that uh, we are on, on task and are on goal to, uh, to reaching our goals. And both of those roles actually sound really important in light of personalization and the, those technological developments that are coming out. Oh, ab- absolutely. And it's like, you know, it's funny because for years those were probably considered two of the, the, the least important professions out there, um, and today they've become the cornerstone of marketing. It used to be, you know, all about innovation and, um, you know, just, you know, just trying to find innovative ways to, to, to get your message out. But today it's just about, you know, being consistent, um, having a great uh, customer experience, um, and you know, focusing in on the continuous improvement, which is you know where those numbers and measurement come in from. Okay, so some thing else that you're very passionate about is conversion optimization. And um, a couple weeks ago, you uh, started up the Conversion Master Certification course with Market Motive. Yep. Um, you and Avinash Kaushik are the instructors. Um, and the 90-day course kind of covers everything around conversion, optimization, analysis, measurement, um, and I feel like in the last few months, conversion optimization has finally been getting the attention and awareness that it hasn't had in the past. Um, you think it'll be recognized in 2010? You know, it's funny. Um, I, it's, it's actually the topic of my uh, uh, Clixie column um, uh, for uh, uh, f- Friday the 18th, uh, which is my nine-year anniversary of writing for Clixie. And um, I actually uh, started off by saying, you know, um, in my first column, you know, nine years ago, um, you know, it was just shortly after the, uh, you know, the dot bomb days, um, that for everything that's being written about the um, various marketing strategies and successes in, um, you know, e-business, uh, it's never been about marketing or design. It always is about sales. And it's nice that, you know, I predicted that back then, but it was a few years too early. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I definitely think that a couple things have uh, tipped the, the scale over. Number one, um, obviously, like I mentioned beforehand, um, having the free tools like Google Analytics and Google Website Optimizer and Yahoo Analytics and um, has definitely meant that people have started 
um, you know, getting some measurements and realizing, hey, everything's not going as as easy as I thought it was, or as well as I thought it was. Um, the cost of advertising is getting more challenging, more difficult, more competition. So um, there's pressure there, and you know, even two years ago, year and a half ago, the amount of tools that are available today just to help you um, improve um, or, or find ways to improve your website didn't exist. I mean, one of the other things I posted on my blog that was very popular is my 69 free or low-cost tools to improve your website. When I did a similar post just a year ago, there were only 33 tools. <laughs> right? So, and and um, I'm about to do another webinar about some more tools, and I've added more of them. And so they keep popping up. They keep existing. And it's just, I think um, it's definitely making um, the turn to make it uh, the bar to entry much lower. And, you know, there are other people who seem to agree that this could be the year. Um, you know, uh, Rand Fishkin has, has, of SEO Moz has, has predicted that 2,000 years is going to be the year of landing page optimization. Um, my friend Raquel Hirsch from Wider Funnel um, also went into a whole, you know, long discussion about why she thinks it is. Um, I, I think very well, you know, uh, you know my friend Tim Ash uh, is, is, is starting up an, uh, a conversion optimization conference alongside the eMetric Summit with Jim Stern. I, I think this year is going to be a, a big year for it. Um, I don't think it's going to be mainstream. I think it's going to be more um, uh, recognized but become the mainstream because I still think there's a little bit of a challenge uh, in the technology. I don't think that the technology is as simple as it needs to be yet so that everybody can do it. Okay, but certainly there are great opportunities like your course um, to gain that information and knowledge to do that so oh absolutely and and you know the thing is um we had our kickoff call on on monday you know we really start uh, getting going into the course next week um and you know i, I was explaining to people so we're going to be using always be testing as the textbook for the course because that's really um it, it actually comes from the training materials i used to use when i was at future now to train our employees uh but on top of that uh manual um there is a whole bunch of other disciplines that they had to learn, and so they were constantly reading nonstop. And so um, they actually reminded me of something I'm going to be working on. It's an updated list of all the different disciplines um, and the books required that, that they needed to read um, while they were there for that first year, year and a half, to really bring them up to speed in, in everything they need to know um, to be the best conversion analyst out there. I would think that would be a lot to read. It, um, it is a lot to read because cause conversion really touches on – Every topic, right? It, it, it touches on email marketing. It touches on uh, social media. It, it touches on you know web development. It touches on you know, we talk about copywriting. Uh, it, it just reaches all across the board. So uh, you have to have knowledge in all those skills in SEO. Um, without it, you're really poking in the dark. Um, at SES London, you're actually going to be giving a keynote presentation um, around 21 secrets of top converting websites. And in the click, um, you, you mentioned this in your click Z column. And I checked out a sneak peek. You linked to it in the column. And there are a lot of really cool secrets that you're sharing, secrets in quotes, but not things that I think people think about all the time. Um, kind of elicit that, huh, I never thought of that reaction. I was surprised by the point to appeal to multiple persona segments and I never thought of it that way before. I always thought you kind of wanted to target one and that your your um, your chances of 
getting that conversion would be Im- improved that way? Well, no, you certainly want to focus in on one, let's say, for a particular ad um, and a particular landing page, or sometimes it's one or two personas. Um, sometimes, depending on the type of ad, if it's a broad, broad you know, match type ad, you know, very early stage, you want to appeal to all four. But if it's something very specific, you want to, uh, you know, you want to deal with that one person, give them the right message at the right time. The problem is most marketers focused in on an average customer. You know, they look to say, okay, my average conversion rate is this. You know, they're you know, 25 to 34 years old. You know, they read this, they do that. But that's one element of who their customers are. And today, there are lots of little niches of customers out there. And so you really need to understand all these, these different segments and target them effectively. And so um, you can't be thinking about just one type of customer anymore. Wise words. And like I said, you can... Read more from Brian at brianeisenberg.com. That's B-R-Y-A-N-E-I-S-E-N-B-E-R-G. And just a couple months ago, I read that you had left Future Now to pursue um, your own projects. And certainly you've been keeping yourself busy with SES London, the Market Motive um, course. Certification course, yep. And uh, are there any other things we can expect from Brian Eisenberg in 2010? Um, there, there definitely is, uh, you know, my brother, you know, kind of alluded to a little bit that we're not letting too much out of the bag yet. Um, just last week when they announced the, uh, um, you know, most influential marketers of 2010, that somehow I became number five for, I don't know how that happened. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Just however it came up, whatever it is, it's just always nice to be recognized, you know, one way or another. I know there's been some debate about the list. But yeah, no, there's definitely some very interesting projects in the work. Um, Unfortunately, I can't really talk about them yet. Um, People will be seeing signs of them by the time SCS New York comes around. It'll definitely be much much more obvious what 2010 holds for, for me. We look forward to seeing what that is. And also, I don't think I mentioned Twitter, where you're the Grok I I the the grok t h e g r o k it's been my uh early nickname from a client of mine i would love to hear that story but we're all out of time um thanks again for coming on the show oh you're very welcome all right um stick around take time for a quick break sem synergy will be right back Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. 
Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Susan Esparza here with SEO analyst Marianne Robbins and Virginia Nussie. And just before the break, Virginia spoke to Brian Eisenberg, who was our guest, and he was sharing his expertise with us. Uh, Brian wrote a post on his blog this month called What Marketing Skills Will Be Needed in 2010 and Beyond. And as he sees it, copywriters are going to have a critical role on any marketing team in the upcoming year. So we decided to talk a little bit about brainstorming new content, content issues, things like that. Marianne, how do you go about identifying content holes when you're working with clients, when, when they come in and you decide they need new content? How do you see that? Well, I, I think there's, there's a couple things you can look at. One, you just want to, when you're, you decide you decide on your keyword list and you, you know what words you want to optimize for, looking and seeing if they're used on the pay, on, on the site. And, and if there isn't a page for that and you really can't fit them onto a page, then there's a content idea because a keyword phrase can be just, you know, write about this, these, this keyword or a group of keywords. It would also be whether or not perhaps when you're looking at competition, whether or not they have a whole section on a keyword or a group of keywords if it's say it's very competitive phrase and you need not just one page but you need a whole section of supporting content then you know you, you this you know your site is deficient compared to your competition so you need more content on that subject um, another thing that I like to see on websites that not always that's not always present is a story about the company um, there's a lot of attention being paid to the personal relationships that we have with companies. It's not no longer just like this separation of what we need for our, you know, in commercial lives and what we do in our personal lives. I, I think that's right. I think that that's a really interesting point because it used to be that we didn't care what the company culture was, right? You go into Target and you don't care, but you're still getting a personal interaction because you're physically in Target talking to a physical employee when you check out. And online, there's that personal interaction is even removed, so you have to replace it somehow. And I really like the idea of making sure that you have a story on your website and have that personal connection on your website. One of the things I really like is 101 content. I feel like you go into these places and they start talking about the stuff that they've learned, right? And and it's and it's usually, you know, they're experts already. So when they start talking about new stuff and new exciting stuff, it's new and exciting to them. If I'm brand new and I'm just trying to learn how to find a door for my mobile home, um, my parents are doing that this weekend, which is why I was thinking about it. Uh, then 
I, I need to know, like, 101 issues. I need to know mobile home doors are smaller than manufactured home doors are smaller than regular doors. I'm not going to know that offset because I'm not an expert in that. This is the first time I've ever been dealing with this problem. I feel like that really basic everybody knows this is not something that everybody really knows, and you should have a page of content about it. Also, the thing is, is that you need to have the information to inform somebody and not just sales information as well. And that, that's a big thing is you're not just trying to sell someone, you're trying to inform them as well and, and then help them make an informed decision if they're going to buy from you. But you want to also provide that information about here's how you here's what you would need to know to if you are per, if you're a sales oriented site purchase this you need to know this information and it's not just here's why you should buy from us yeah yeah i also think really answering the questions that your audience's culture would ask right the like the culture of say um like somebody like mod cloth where they offer vintage clothes they also offer like vegan clothes and and those kinds of things and don't just answer the vintage question, also answer the green question, also answer these things that aren't necessarily your main focus, but if you're going to mention them, explain them too, you know? Don't just say, oh, these are vegan-friendly shoes. Tell me they're made of this, they were made using this process, and then that way, if that's something that's important to me, I also have all the rest of the information that I need so that I can feel good about buying your product. And then what you can do is the SEO after that. Write the content and then see, after you've written the content, how do people search for vegan-friendly things and then see if you enter and put that those keywords in. Don't just build content around, I'm going to try to optimize for vegan-friendly shoes and use these keywords over and over again. And if you don't sell those, don't try to optimize for them either. I have a question, Marianne. We were in a... Um a content brainstorming idea with a client the other day and mm -hmm. you had some really good recommendations for them on how to approach building out content. Yeah, this is one thing. A lot of people are like, I, they don't know how to build content. They, they're they just, when they're looking at their their computer screen and they're supposed to write content, they have no idea. You know, and if you're working in a business and you know what to talk about, you're talking to clients or customers every day, and that you, what you need to do is make sure that you're transferring that knowledge that you're telling to customers over into your website. So if you're, um, say, answering uh, questions um, email from clients or, or customers to transfer that knowledge, uh, just take that email and see if it can be something that can be repurposed for the website into an FAQ or an article. If somebody calls in and has a question for you and it's, it's an interesting question, see if you can use that to create an article for your website. Um, so you you can repurpose content if you're talking on the phone a lot. What you can do is just use a tape recorder or or record your calls so that you can transcribe that. So if you're easier talking to someone about this rather than just you know staring at your word processor trying to think of yeah. something to say, it's easier when you're talking to someone and they're asking questions back, and you can kind of use that content and repurpose it because. And we don't have a lot of time. Maybe to, writing content it seems like this huge. Oh my gosh, how am I going to you know add 20 pages of content to my website? It's seems like so, so such a difficult task, but when you think about everything you do throughout the day in your co company, everybody in the company should be able to contribute something to the website. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just look at your customers' pain points, and that's a really good place to start. If you answer what they're coming to solve, like the problem that they're, that they're coming to you to solve, you're a step ahead of the game. 
All right, we're all out of time for this week's show. Thanks to our guest, Brian Eisenberg, and thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. Be sure to check out more on this week's guest and topics or follow us on Twitter at semsynergy.com. And don't forget about the 15% discount to February's SEO Toolset training in Simi Valley. This is an exclusive for listeners of the show. Just email info-bc at bruceclay.com with your request. If you have internet marketing questions or if there's anything you want to hear about, you can send us an email at semsynergy at bruceclay.com. Come back next week for more industry info and experts. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Yeah.